listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Wednesday, <laughs> May 9th. Why are you laughing? Good morning. It's just a crazy morning in studio. Good morning. Wednesday. Good morning. We made it to Wednesday. Yeah. It's uh, it's not a decaf day here on the Coffee no. Hour. No. It is not. <laughs> I can hear I can hear the collective wah, wah when I say it's decaf day on the Coffee Hour. I can just yeah, hear it just from sad. the listener. <laughs> it's all right. There's caffeine today. You were you lots of it. Took a little time off yesterday. Glad to have you back today. Speaking yeah. of, that's uh, that's actually what we're talking about today. Taking a little time off. That do was we nice. do we take time <laughs> off? Uh, from what do we take time off? And taking time off is important, right? We've talked about rest before. Yes, we, How rest actually, is important. Not very long. That's yeah. not very long ago. That's right. We talked with uh, Brenda Jank from mm-hmm. Lenhard Restwell about the importance of rest. But what is true rest? Where do we? Where do we find that true rest? Perhaps not necessarily in the things that we think. I am reading a book right now. I'm listening to a book. Uh, listening to a book on play. Why is... It's like brain research on how play impacts us and shapes... Uh, yeah, it's very fascinating, um, but I'm not on you board read, with. You read the most interesting books. I do. Well, <clears throat> this one was one of the books I think that um, that uh, Deaconess Heidi Gaiman had, uh, had read. I don't know yeah. if she recommended it. She had read it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. But uh, it, so uh, I'm reading it, and then I, I'm going to pick her brain after reading this this book. Well, that'll be a fun yes. fun discussion. So, play, rest, all those things are important, and we're going to talk about that in just a moment. Um, do we do what do we take a break what do we take a vacation from and what do we take a vacation to oh concordia university <laughs> wisconsin we never take a vacation from you because you guys are awesome thanks for supporting the coffee hour uh for uh, being our underwriter you can find out more about them at cuw.edu joining us by phone this morning joe wilman he's senior instructional designer for concordia publishing house here in st louis and he writes some Pretty awesome stuff on uh, one of their blogs at the the, the education blog at uh, Concordia Publishing House. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, friends. How are you? Great. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're all in. That was a pause. That was, I'm not sure. <laughs> that was so convincing, wasn't it? <laughs> so, uh, so we're talking about things we take vacations from, but uh, it, it's May. Summer's coming. Summer vacation is coming. Um, so, Joe, are there things that, that we take vacation from and things that we don't necessarily take vacation from? Well, I mean, absolutely. When, when we think of summer vacation, we think, uh, first off, when we think of summer vacation, we think of school. Um, my daughter is in preschool and will be experiencing her first summer vacation before she heads into kindergarten. And, um, you know, I used to be in the classroom, so I, I had fond memories of summer vacation. And even in jobs where we work through the summer, I think a lot of people take time off during the summer and, and go away from their vocations where they earn some income or, or even just staying at home and raising children and, and go out with that family and, and have some time. So so absolutely, there are some things that, that we take vacation from. Um, things that we should never take vacation from is, is God's Word and, and the way in which He chooses to deal His means of grace to us. So, so yeah, there are things that we do take vacation from and then things that we should never take vacation from. For a minute there, I almost thought you said we take vacations from raising children at home. Did you say that? <laughs> no, that, oh. it, 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 if that came out that way, Andy, <laughs> I, was, I, I almost thought I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so just to clarify, we do not take a vacation from raising children at home. 
Uh, and no vacations from the gifts. We, uh, we, we sometimes think that when we go on vacation that we're taking a vacation from all of our regular, I don't know, regular routines. Uh, routines. Yes. Um, how do we, how do we keep those, um, how do we keep receiving those gifts? Maybe we are taking a vacation from our regular routines, but how do we continue to receive those gifts while we're um, vacating the other regular activities of our lives? You know, it can be a challenge, especially for, for people that are going to a new area that they've never been to before. Uh, where is the church at? Where, where's my local LCMS congregation to, to be able to travel to, to, to receive God's gifts there on a, on a Sunday morning? Um, or even a Saturday night if they offer a Saturday service or a Monday or, or whenever they offer their divine service. Where, where is that at? Um, the, the, the ability to be able to find that, thankfully, the LCMS has a great uh, church locator uh, website where you can go on there and find a church. Just type in a zip code, and it'll tell you all of the churches within a set radius that you set, and uh, you can find that. I, I think one of the bigger challenges of all of that, though, is purposefully planning that time. You know, when you plan on going on a vacation or a trip, there's a lot of things that are going on uh, when you do that, and things that you can purposefully uh, take yourself away from even being able to get to that location. Uh, So intentionally planning during your vacation, at least when it gets to uh, going to church, uh, making sure that you include that time in your vacation time. You mentioned the the LCMS.org church locator, which is a great resource. Uh, Is there, are there strategies on on, um, how to best go about planning that time on a Sunday, Sunday morning or a Saturday night uh, with your family and and kind of making that a, a priority, even though you're on vacation? I just think talk with your spouse or whoever you're on vacation with and just saying, hey, this is a priority for us. This is something that we're going to do. Um, and, and we're going to make sure that, that we do this because it's important for our children. It's important for us. It's not, it's not just something that we do only for our children. Um, you as yourself are a poor, sinful human being, and I'm speaking for everybody. Uh, and we all require the, those gifts that God gives us. Then. Mm-hmm. So it, it's really just setting down and saying this is something that we're going to do. And there are going to be situations where it's that that could be tough, and it may not even be possible. I can imagine if you go on vacation somewhere and there's not a local congregation within three hours uh, from from around where you are. And there are other options in that scenario. Um, being able to call in uh, the church that I attend um, has a, a, a phone-in line where we can at least call in and hear the service and hear God's Word uh, preached to us, even if we're driving in a car somewhere. Um, so being able to do that, I know uh, KFUO, I believe, plays a service every morning as well over the air. We broadcast uh, two live services on Sunday morning. So, yeah, you can listen online no matter where you are if mm-hmm. you have Internet access. Now, I suppose if you're in a remote location where you have no Internet access whatsoever, uh, then, yeah, that might be kind of difficult. That's when you bring your books. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring, bring your, your hymnals along uh, as a family so you can at least have some time in family prayer. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned it might be difficult for some, and I'm thinking of some of the youngest in the family, mm-hmm. um, some of the, the younger children. Visiting a new place might present some challenges. How do you, how do you turn that around and, and uh, still make the most of it? Uh, you, sit up front. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I think that's something that if it's a, a new scenario, little eyes are always uh, intrigued by new things. And sometimes being able to see those new things will, will capture their imagination uh, in doing that. So being able to sit up front, get there a little bit early and talk to some of the people around you. I, I know sometimes it's 
it's intimidating to go in and just talk to somebody that you don't know. But when you go in and sit down, talk to the people that are around you. Don't expect them to come talk to you all the time. Just go ahead and introduce yourself to some people, especially the pastor before the service. And, you know, let them know where you're from. And that can always create some little small talk and, you know, find out maybe you guys know some people that are uh, common acquaintances between the two of you. And it, it can just be a fun thing. Are there other ways that you can take this uh, maybe break from normal routine and, and make it, you mentioned a couple, but... Uh, um, uh, make it teaching moments for the kids. Like normally in our service, you know, this is this is what we would be doing. But here in this service, this is what we'll be doing. Um, and can you take those moments and 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 kind of make it into this teachable experience too? Oh yeah, absolutely. I I, I mean we have um, different lectionaries. We have different um, different things that change throughout the week uh, as we go through things. And some churches add some of those things, and some don't. Uh, every church has their own flow, but those are great things. Uh, I, I talked about in the blog post. Uh, we took a little spring break vacation down and visited some retired friends in Naples, Florida, uh, over Palm Sunday weekend. And when we went to Grace Lutheran down there, uh, we actually got to walk in in a Palm Sunday processional and started out amongst palm trees. So that was it was just a, <laughs> a cool. fun little thing that I don't think that in uh, in St. Louis we would have gotten that experience. Not a lot of palm, palm trees palm here. Not, yeah. not a whole lot. <laughs> now... You could, I, I suppose, if you're in a different place, you know, we, we focus a lot, I shouldn't say focus, but we discuss the, the colors of the church here, the mm-hmm. liturgical colors. Uh, so I suppose if you're visiting somewhere different, you could explain the difference between red and scarlet, depending on what your church uses <laughs> for that Passion Sunday or Palm Sunday, yeah, or what colors do you use. We might use, you know, a different, I might use white. Or a, a, yeah. There may be different images so, on the on the pyramids, too, that you could talk that's about. That's true. Yeah, or or just the differences in the sanctuary, not just in, right. in the, in the yeah. pyramids. I think at our church we have a, a beautiful altar painting with the ascension tomorrow of mm-hmm. of Jesus' ascension uh, 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 directly above a crucifix on the altar. Um, and so when you go into other churches, you get to see the beauty of their of their church. You know, some churches that have gorgeous stained glass that tell the entire story of Scripture from Genesis to Revelation all the way wrapped around the building. And, you know, being able to take your children to see those and look at all of those things that are different from church to church. This is just one example of, of uh, uh, ideas that that we as as families can use to help us stay strong in the word, to continue to uh, to to be bold and and uh, bold in faith, and continue to be in the word no matter where we go. That we're when we take vacation, we're still taking the word with us, or finding uh, places uh, to receive the word and sacrament when we're on vacation. And this is uh, this sparked from one of your blog posts, uh, CPH. How can we find out more about this blog? How do we follow this? blog, Joe. Yeah, so if you go to education.cph.org, there's a little feed reader that you can uh, subscribe to it, their uh, RSS feed, but you can also just uh, come back and check in on it uh, on a weekly basis. We try to get a new blog up there every week or so uh, in in different areas that you can go, and we have, I think, almost 200 blog posts now, so you can go back in time uh, and read to your heart's desire for for quite some time if you haven't been there before. Uh, so that's education.cph.org. Some of the other topics that you cover on the, the education blog? Yeah, so we talk about teaching the faith at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the targeted at parents. We have uh, the Lutheran educator. We have a blog over public school teachers. We have a homeschooling blog. Uh, we have uh, teaching students with special needs. Uh, we, we just have a gamut of different areas, all related to teaching God's Word. Excellent, excellent. Check out the education blog at cph.org. And uh, 
the you know I would be remiss if I didn't mention that, and I think it's it's done now or winding down. Was the the warehouse sale yeah. is done? Over is it all done? Mm-hmm. All Next done. one is coming up in November. So yeah. <laughs> mark it on your calendars now for the warehouse sale. Joe, thanks so much for being our guest today on the Coffee Hour. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. You guys have a great day. God bless. Thanks you too. Thank you. Coming up in just a little bit. We're going to head to Texas. Yeah, Texas. And talk with our friend, uh, Pastor Daring there. We talked with him last time. That was uh, early on in the coffee hour. That was one of our first interviews, yeah. Yes. It was a little nuts. We'll see who's at the door today. (laughs) (laughs) Here, listen to Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.